go ahead. I said you just think because it's it's a record button that it's automatically red. I think so. I think that's like it a, should. Uh, it it should be red. Are you assuming it's color? I am. Well, that's like a um, what do they call it. It's not the Mandela effect. I don't know what that's called. Conditioned, we're conditioned to to think that like record is red. It's called yeah. It's called um, big camera. Just wanting just to, to think everything's that way. Oh, big camera. <laughs> That's very funny. Okay. All right. Let's get started. <laughs> All right. Welcome to this week's episode. Uh, if you watched last week's episode with Georgia, uh, I hope you did. Hope you checked it out. That is on the Grinder TV channel. Uh, actually, I don't know when what channel this will be on because we might use this one later on as a because I'm going on vacation at the end of the month. So we might use. Where are you going? I'm like a filler. Like I'm going to like... my spot. I'm going to Carlsbad. But you can't you, you can't take your podcast stuff with you, or we we can't yeah, go on vacation with you. That would be awesome. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm just going to podcast by the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, that week Angie could be our guest. There you go. That's brilliant. Okay, put a pin in that. We'll save that for later. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, well, the drop, Frank and Brian. I'm Frank. I'm Brian. That's Brian. Brian. Uh, today's guest we have Jaime Silva. This is Jaime Silva. Um, like I said, um, if you watched the uh, Georgia episode, you're probably like, hey, Frank's wearing the same thing. That's because we're filming on the same day. Georgia's sitting right over there. Uh, so yeah. That's because we wear the same thing all the time. Actually, you know what? I, yeah. <laughs> you know, as I was putting, shirts. as I was like picking out what I was going to wear today, I was like, man, I only rotate right. like four or five shirts. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And there's. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't bring two t-shirts. You also have a little bit something on there. Oh, oh thank you. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because yeah. we're on the casting couch right now. I know. I don't know if you noticed that before, but <laughs> yeah. oh, you didn't yeah. want to say, oh, no, I noticed you didn't it. Want to say anything, did you? No, but I really noticed it when uh, Georgia um, post, put that post up, and I was like, that looks like a casting couch. It does. With, especially with the red in the back. With the red that. curtain and yeah. everything. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. got a look. <laughs> You may hear Georgia laughing sometimes in the background because it's everything's funny. It happens. You can just call her your producer. She is. She's yeah. this episode. Uh, towards the end of the last episode, uh, Jaime got off of work and he got here, so he ended up being the PA, hitting record and unrecord. And, and in this episode, not, which is not a red button, which is not a red button. And in this episode, Georgia is going to be the PA. So Georgia is going to press the not red button. The not yeah. red button. <laughs> <laughs> George has got in front of the camera for make our your own uh, rules. audio listeners. Just make your own rules. <laughs> anyway, so we're here. We're here with Jaime Silva. Um, I've known Jaime a, a really long time. You guys, um, for our visual listeners, you guys have seen his truck before all over the place. So we'll throw up a photo of that. Uh, but for our audio listeners, uh, Jaime has the green gr- green Tacoma. It, yeah, it's green now. It's green now. It's a green it, Tacoma now with, with graphics. Yeah. Anything? It, it, okay. So green, everyone says green. The color's supposed to be blue. Oh, I'm it, really bad at discerning no, blues well, and greens. It, no, well, it looks green. That, so the truck got painted, and it was blue. Mm. And it's a GM color. It's dark metallic teal. And they cut the truck to spray the graphics. And then when they re-cleared it, it turned this green color. So I have... And so for, it's green. For our visual... Yeah. Listeners, they saw the photo, but for our audio listeners, uh, can you tell us exactly what it is? It's a 2001 Toyota Tacoma. It's got a 2004 runner front clip. Um, the color is uh, GM. Uh, I'd say like 2010, 2012. It came on like the Tahoes and on the Avalanches. And it's supposed to be uh, dark blue 
uh, teal, but it when they I don't know whatever happened with the chemicals of the clear and the paint and the sanding, it turned this green color, which uh, everyone's like, oh, you know, what made you pick that color? And I'm just like, well, I didn't, but <laughs> it just it sort of great. ended yeah. up that way. <laughs> but it's cool. Like I like it. Um, but yeah. That's where that's its current form right now. So that that's your truck. Then that's a truck that you yeah. had for how you've had that truck for a really long time. I, I bought that truck. That truck is a 2001. I bought it in 2005, end of 2005, uh, from a used car lot. It had about like 30,000 miles on it. So it was five, six years old. Um, it was a trade in, but it was like a work truck. I had the, you know, the crank windows and the AM, FM radio. I don't even think I had a CD player. I had a bench seat in it. Um, it was on like some, what we call throwaway 18 chrome wheels that quickly got taken off the truck, but just some generic, some generic. Yeah. Like some, you know, rental wheel, whatever. Frank, Frank calls those his favorite wheels. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. We'll get into, we'll get into the wheel conversation in a second, but I, I just want to tee up this whole thing about just, just getting into Jaime, who Jaime is. Um, so yes. the, the, the truck that we're talking about. You've had for a really long time, and that's yeah. actually when I, how I first met you. I first met Jaime. Um, we were doing a photo shoot way back in like 2010, and was I think it was 2010. I think it was like 10 or 2009 or something. Nine or 10 is is when we, we did this photo shoot, and um, we were trying to find some people to to have his models, but we also need we already had the models picked out, um, but we needed some trucks and um, a couple guys I knew from Barstow. Uh, one guy had a pretty nice uh, Tacoma. It was extra cab Tacoma, body dropped. And he's all, hey, I got this buddy with a standard cab Tacoma. Do you want him to come out? And I was like, yeah, cool. And uh, that's and Jaime came out. And it's the first time I met him. And at the time, your truck was white with like, uh, um, what was on the roof? It, it was, was like the roof. So the roof was, was two-tone. It was like a satin red. It had like scallops with like pinstriping through the scallops. And then the sides, I think at the time, the sides were all white. With pinstriping on like the hood and I think the tailgate, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and it was kind of like a like a rat rod kind of theme, like, like a, a kind of like a bomber, it. like '50s sled kind of had white walls on it, um, some like bandana print, uh, like the Mexican blanket trim on the inside. Um, but yeah, it was. Is that the is that the scene that you were kind of into back then? Was like rat rods, greaser style stuff. And to be honest with you, at that point. That was like maybe a few months after I got the truck back on the road. So the truck, when I first bagged it, um, it was probably on the road for like a year and I rear-ended somebody. And the insurance played out to where the, the person in front of me was like in a Corolla and they slammed on their brakes and I slammed right into them. So they, they were like, oh, we're not fixing your truck. Yeah, that's, so, that's happened to me before. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, I don't know, I didn't have extra money to fix it on my own because it was the entire front end. Like, it pushed the radiator into my motor. Oh, wow. So I put it under tarps, and it was under tarps in my driveway for like six or seven months. Was it bagged at that point? It was, yeah. And uh, so, that's, so then that's another thing is I was driving low, and I hit the car under the bumper support. Oh, and So their just... bumper reinforcement went straight into my grill, into my radiator. So it complete, I, like my bumper went under their car, so I, I had no reinforcement. Um, so then that was another thing too. They're like, oh, your truck's modified. We're not fixing anything. Oh, so, so and the, uh, at the time that your truck was also, that was the, when Devious bagged it, right? They did. Yeah. So then they did the, the front end, the back end, the four link, all that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was my only vehicle. It was my daily. Um, 
So then when I wrecked it, it just sat. You're crunching ice? <laughs> Those chips? I know. I was sharing like, chips, bro? God, no, I, like, I backed up and I was like, <laughs> why am I doing this? Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on blast. <laughs> I was like, what? I got some static over <laughs> no, here. No, no, yeah. Like, I, I was like, static. oh, they can hear that. They looked at me. Hold on, ready? <laughs> there you go. There you, there you go. go. <laughs> so, so back to why it was that, you know, like rat rod ish is I had just started, um, collecting parts to put the truck back together oh after getting after wrecked. it was wrecked yeah mm-hmm. so i got the grill the fenders and um i pieced the front end back together and i was like the truck was white originally white and then i just primered the front end white and i was like screw it i'll just primer the whole rest of the truck so then this whole truck ended up in this like satin white primer and um i had sold the wheels off of it because it was just sitting under tarp so then i was like oh i got these steelies i i had some uh some rollers with like you know, white wall letters that I actually took a grinder and I, I ground the side of the white, the tire down. So you made, you turned so, it into a white yeah, wall. <laughs> so every, every tire that has a white raised letter on it behind that raised letter, there's like a three inch white pad. So, if so you, you just scuffed it out. Yeah. I just scuffed through all the, the, the black That's and past awesome. the letters. So, so I was making my own white walls and I would do it cause I, I drive low and chew up the front tires in like a month and then just go. You know the little used. Tire you didn't shop. want to be buying like proper white walls. No, every single I was just time. gonna chew through them. You know the the with all the camber wear. Um, so then that's what the stage was of that truck. Was it was in a position where I was like, all right, I'm just getting it back on the road. And then that's when I met you. Yeah, so that's when we did the photo shoot. And uh, I'll send it over to Brian and, and he'll interject it somehow into this. Um, but I did an, like a small interview with you in that video. I, yeah. I made a video of the photo shoot that day. So we did our photos. <laughs> and then I also shot like a video. And that was like when I was very like first like figuring out video stuff. And so I did this little thing. Yeah. And I was interviewing Hyman talking about his truck. And uh, yeah, so that was the first time I met you. Was your did your truck have the um, the brass knuckles? I had the, the brass knuckles and the grill. Yeah, because one of my favorite, and then I'll also give this to Brian, and you could throw it up somewhere. One of my favorite photos that we have ever taken was the model that day was like wearing our clothes, and she was like wearing these really cool jeans, and like she was looking really cool. And then it's your big grill behind it with that yeah. brass knuckle in the middle, yeah. and it's just it's like one of my favorite photos it, that, it, that we've and it ever was cool taken. They, the brass knuckles <laughs> fit right in the oval pocket where like the the tacoma badge was and another reason why i used that was i had the brass knuckles and i didn't have a toyota badge because when i replaced the grill it Uh didn't come with the with the badge so just show that the badge alone was like 80 bucks i was like nah that's that's beer money (laughs) yeah i'm not buying that and that was like and that was at a time when that's so mini trucker right no i was gonna say no that's so that's so inland empire it it very very much riverside (laughs) of me yes that's and 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 that's the other thing is jaime is his born and raised riverside guy and so yeah and but i was gonna say that that whole brass and uncle thing was a total like that era too like well it was actually starting to peter off that time like the big belt buckles yeah Famous, Famous stars, and, stars strap. and strap shirts yeah. and yep. obnoxious sideways hats. So, yeah. So, that was the first time I met you. And then from there, um, your truck. <laughs> 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 I also like how you both are wearing sunglasses. I know. Yeah, Jaime came through. I learned, I learned this from Frank. Yeah. Jaime came through. So, this now we can Frank, look at the camera. Frank 101. It looks like we're engaging the audience. But in reality, yeah. we're just looking at ourselves. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I should do that because behind you guys, I'm watching the Cubs game. Oh, you are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, so so that kind of like brings us into the next part of the conversation, which is your truck has been through so many different stages. 
Yeah. And some, and you know, I, I guess we won't go through all of them because there are many, but I, some of the most notable ones is that one when I first met you, how it looked, the, the kind of rat rod look. And then the second one is like after, cause you and Steve Hannigan, Beesh, uh-huh. Beesh you guys yeah. did the body drop on it and stuff yeah. like that. And then you guys turned it into the micro machine. Okay. Yeah. Which is probably my, my favorite <laughs> iteration of your truck. So what, what happened was we were, we were both, um, well, actually, he was a member, and I was petitioning this particular club that we were getting into, or I was trying to get into, and it was like a month, it was 27 days before the Forbidden Fantasy Show in Lake Paris, and they're like, you need to have your truck here, it needs to be done if you want to get a logo, and I was like, well, we're, if it's going to go, it was already bagged, it needs to be body dropped. All right, so we were just going to body drop it, and we pulled the bed off, and we saw the old suspension, and like, I... I had railed this truck up and down the freeway and, you know, it it had its miles on it. So I was like, let's just let's just do a back half. Let's just do a four link. Let's just do front suspension. Like, and we we still only have 27 days before we have to roll into to Forbidden. So we did the back half, all the, the tube work um, that was done, and we shortened the, the frame a foot, thinking like, oh, we're going to take the difference out of the back of the bed to match the wheel well opening to the front of the bed and we ended up doing that we took a, a foot out of the back wheel well portion of the bed and shrunk the bed a foot which made the truck look even smaller because yeah. then at that point it was we body dropped it past the rocker so then it was already lower and then it just it just looked weird like lifted it looked it it wasn't proportionate when it was when it was small when it was smaller yeah oh. laid out it looked good because it was yeah. you know it, well it was just such a it, because it was just so different it was so interesting because like not only do you have this body drop truck that's already super low but it it's tiny it's like like shorter yeah. it was just it was a really killer look like yeah. I always I always kind of was kind of hoping in the back of my mind that one day you'd just go back to that yeah. and just build another no, micro machine truck we we shortened so the bed was already kind of like we had cut the mounts and you know raised the mounts and then we didn't like it so we moved the mounts so it was kind of already a lot of a lot of work that had gotten into that bed mm-hmm. so we're like let's cut it shorten it see if it's going to work if it does then we'll get some oe bedsides you know do a proper build a structure under it and whatnot and uh and when we did it the bed it, it looked cool but it wasn't she it wasn't like body work it was just mm-hmm. kind of tacked in and yeah, primer together yeah. And it just started getting worse and worse. Like it just started sagging because of the oh. the, the way that it was. So it just really wasn't. It was sort of like a like a cool in the moment thing, but it wasn't very feasible yeah. to to keep on with that look. Yeah. And then oh. another funny thing is I was looking for a bed to build, like an OE bed, and mm-hmm. then I found this like primer tan Tacoma bed on like Craigslist that had like a million one by one uh, square tubing welded under the the bed. So from like someone else? Yeah, from someone else. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did that. Oh! <laughs> I see. I was so lost. I'm like, really? Yeah, no. I was no like, yeah. Brian the whole so, time. So it ended up being a bed that it was off a truck mm. that had been in the club and they had raised the bed floor and then just sheeted over the top. Oh, okay. So it was like, it was, I mean, you can throw 10 people on top of that thing and it, would, it wouldn't move. Who did that? What's that, that? So that truck was a sunset truck that my buddy Matt... Uh, at the time, bought it was and then we drove it up. Truck. Oh, Stalker! Yeah, I remember. Stalker? I remember yeah. Stalker. Yeah, we took it up to NorCal and we're just like, oh, it's up to Dave's shop, and we're just like, oh, we're gonna throw a permanent uh, Tanu on this thing because it was beat. Mm-hmm. 
And so we got went down and we got, I don't even know how many feet of one by one. And we just did it. And then he ended up, that truck, I think, went to Bobby. It went to Bobby it? Veneery. Yeah, no oh, regrets. Yeah. So then he got it. And then Steve Wilkes put a stock bed on it and put that bed up for sale on Craigslist. So at that time, I didn't know who Steve was. Like, I was just some random dude on, on Craigslist. Like, oh, this bed, I don't know what I paid for, like a couple hundred bucks. But I drove yeah. down to his shop that is still his shop now, and I picked up the bed. And I was doing something years down the line where I built the bed I have now. And I was cutting that bed apart. And Brian was like, he was like, hey, what are you going to do with those taillight pockets? Oh, were these you the the Acura taillight pockets? Oh, no, mm-hmm. something else. No, they yeah. were, they're the factory Tacoma. Oh, they were going to like a, a member in Australia or something is what I remember. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what who they went to. Um yeah, I for, yeah, that's that's crazy. I forgot all yeah. about all this. He was like, yeah, he was like, oh, let me get those those telly pockets. So I cut those telly pockets out, and I think I traded them for like a for like a pre reg entry for like a forbidden one year at Paris. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it was. He was like, oh, I'll just take care of you. I was like, whatever, dude. Yeah, that's tight. So when I cut them out, he was like, oh, there was pictures of like the rest of the bed, or somehow we figured out that that was that bed oh, that came funny. off of that truck that. That's crazy. That they had worked on at one point. Yeah. That's so crazy how everything is like so kind of interconnected with everything. Yeah. It is. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Time. So that, so after that, it was like, it, I think the, maybe I'm wrong with, there's like four main, main, like, uh, uh, I guess iterations is the best way to say it. It was the, the, when I first met you, that, that style, the, uh-huh. the, the, the micro machine style, then it was a style that it was like for a while where it was like that satin white with the skull on the hood and like the pink. The, in the bed. Okay. Yeah. So then that's when we, I, I, that's when I was working at a, a fab shop in Corona and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this truck, right? Like we, I took it down. I got new, new OE fenders for the front. Cause the ones I had were like shaved corners, um, that I actually got from, uh, Mike Jones. Oh really? Remember that green yeah, Tacoma yeah, yeah. had? So uh-huh. those were the fenders. Oh, those are the fenders. Yeah. On the- so when so I was piecing funny. my truck together, it like it it was yeah. a mud, dude. Like it had dude. parts from here, from there, whatever. That's so funny. So I got OE fenders. I got a a, a replacement hood, um, the correct bumper, and we shot it this this uh, it was Summit white with uh, matte clear. Mm-hmm. So it was it looked like primer, but it was it was a stage paint job. And then I had Manny Cisneros, which is out in El Cajon, pinstripe, do all the pinstriping, which is that, like, kind of uh, leafing type of, like, pinstriping, but he creates images. So, like, he would do skulls and roses and stuff out of pinstripe lines. So I had him do the truck, and then... And then that hood ended up on your daily. That ended up on so my daily, which is that. still on my daily. Yeah. yeah, it's actually in the parking lot. Yeah. Um, which is another funny story. So then that leads to what it looks like now. Which I was like, you know what, the truck was cool, you know, I had my fun with it, but it, I got kind of bored of it being uh, just like a plain white. Or actually, I got mm. tired of people asking me when I was going to paint it. Oh, because it was a satin Because it looked color. primer, yeah. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, when are you going to paint it? I'm like, well, actually, like it is painted, but it, whatever. So then I was like, I'm going to, I've always liked the Forerunner clips on those trucks and not too many people out here at the time were doing it. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to start sourcing all the parts. And I have some connections at Cal Mini. So I, I went in, I picked up um, some OE fenders, and I put the, the lead out for the, the limited hood, which has a scoop, mm-hmm. which is, it, it's you can buy it aftermarket, but even aftermarket, it's like 600 bucks, and it's it's just cheaper material. Like, it dents real easy. So I, I was looking for an OE one, which I eventually got. But 
I hit up a guy on OfferUp that was selling some headlights. They're like brand new headlights, 40 bucks. And I was like, cool. You know, he lived like a few blocks from me. And I went on his page and he was like, oh, he had corner lights and he had a fender and he had like a wiper cowl. And I was like, I was like, oh, what else do you have? He's like, he's like, bro, I have the whole front end. I'm putting a, a Tacoma clip on my Forerunner. And I was and like, bro, like, well, how many parts do you have for your Tacoma clip? And he was like, he's like, I, I haven't bought anything. I was like, well, hear me out. Yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> I was like, I have a Tacoma. Do you want to just trade parts? Uh-huh. And he was like, well, what, what, what do you have? And I was like, I have a Tacoma. Like, yeah, I have the, the complete whole, front end. The whole yeah. thing, yeah. It's all OE parts. Besides the hood that was on it at the time, which is why I ended up keeping it. Mm. So then I gave him the front clip off of my truck and the hood off of my daily because that was an OE hood, which mm-hmm. was white still. And the yeah. rest of the truck was white. So, I I mean, that same night I drove to his house. I took all the Forerunner parts. At the he, dude's house? Yeah. That's awesome. Like I pulled up and he already <laughs> had all the stuff off his Forerunner and it oh, was, it was awesome. lifted. So I ended up seeing it afterwards, which was pretty cool because it was like on coilovers, long travel, and it had the my old Tacoma front clip on it. That's cool. And then I pulled up in my Tacoma with the Forerunner clip. So it was a whole... So a couple things on... on a couple points on all that. Number one is like when you put the... To me, in my opinion, like the, the thing that like turns me off the most about taking that generation Forerunner front end and putting it on uh, a Tacoma, and I think Brian has the same thing, is that giant bumper that sticks out. Oh, the snaggle tooth. Yeah, yeah. And the, you, I call it the ch- yeah, the chin, the chin. Yeah. And you actually, I remember coming over to your house one night for something, and you were showing it to me, and you actually like Frenched it back and then cut it to the wheel well opening. Yeah. So we we essentially took a, that same forerunner uh, front bumper and we shaped it to. So I I made it a pattern of the side of the Tacoma bumper, and we shaped it, you know, to the same length and whatever the same wheel wheel well opening, and just cut it. That's awesome. Yeah, because it, 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 it really cleaned up that front end and by like making it a little more like smooth. Yeah, we it. essentially just tucked it back to where the Tacoma bumper sits mm-hmm. with the larger valance opening that the Forerunner would have. Yeah, it, so turned it, looked, it looked pretty trick. Um, yeah, because what year is your Tacoma? My Tacoma's again? 2001. Oh, okay. So it did have the newer front end on it. It had the 0104 yeah. front yeah. end on it. Okay. Yeah, originally, yeah, that's the front end that came with. So that was one point. And the other point is just listening to you, like, describe this whole thing, how it went down about sourcing these parts and, like, talking to people. That's the other thing about you is you are the king of, like, wheeling and dealing and, like, getting. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's, it's a, sometimes it blows me away, like, the stuff that you, you can get done through, like, yeah. offer up or, like, it, but back then it wasn't offer up. It was, like, Craigslist. It was like, Craigslist, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, that, that's yeah. always been so cool how you've been able to, to do all this stuff. Um, the other thing that I, that I'm curious about, about that truck is like, you've had it for so long. It's gone through so many different phases and you've driven that thing. Like you, oh, yeah. you've, you've really driven that thing. Has it, was it hard? Like, ha, like it, now it's like a finished truck. It's like a finished product. It's a show. Would you, you consider it a show truck? No, I don't. I, I, I consider it a street truck. Okay. Like, I, but, I, but, it's, it's finished to a point where I can show it, uh-huh. but I, I, I don't consider it a show truck. But my question is like, was it difficult? always working with something that was always kind of like i don't want to say i don't want to say beat up on but definitely say used it. say it well i'm just saying like yeah, i mean no. i've seen i've seen you drag <laughs> no. that truck for like 10 miles at a time oh yeah yeah <laughs> so like was it was it difficult to to take something that like that and like turn it into the finished product that you have now um what i had to do was i had to replace a lot of parts yeah so when i so then when i decided to do the forerunner clip and and um essentially just redo the whole truck 
I I sourced new fenders because my fenders were chewed up from the inside. Um, I got new bedsides. I redid the entire outside skin of my bed. I did a, a tailgate skin with the 2018 Tacoma. Oh, that's that's a really so cool mod. So it's got the, the Tacoma embossed into the tailgate, which a lot that's of people really think cool is just painted because of the trim that Hot Dog painted on it. Mm-hmm. But it's actually um, AP Adam sheet metaled all that in so that it, it's legit. Um, but yeah, I had to fix a lot of stuff that I, that I fucked up over the years. Like uh, just reinforcing some stuff. And then when we got the new bed skins and the fenders, um, I had Noel uh, run some quarter inch rod on the inside of the, oh, from oh, bottom, yeah. from end to end all the way through. And it's, it's you know, reinforced. So it's not going to get that crack right there. Yeah, at the no, arch. the infamous, no, yeah. not on the bed or the fenders. I'll That's crack cool. before yeah. the bed does. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, how many miles are on that truck now? It's got, as of the last time I drove it, which was last Sunday, it's got 219,000. No, that's actually not nice. bad. When I bought it, when I bought the truck, it had about like 30 something thousand. Yeah. 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 Cause you drive that thing every yeah, day. It's, I, and and it's, so it's not your, it's not your daily right now, right? When, no. when, when did it stop being your it daily? It stopped being my daily about six years ago when I got my oh, other okay. Tacoma that is now also not my daily. But which is funny because this other Tacoma that he's talking about, there's a couple of things I just want to like brush, like that you brushed on that are actually kind of big things. Like one is your your current daily isn't just like a stock Tacoma; it's on coilovers, it's dumped, it's on billet wheels. It's yeah, it's notch, it's got coilovers, upper and lower control arms. Um, it's just it's just a clean low daily. Yeah, this is a clean cruiser, but it's not like a stock Tacoma <laughs> no, by any no, means. No, it's far from. So stock. that was like the first thing. The second thing that you just brushed over is hot dog. Pete Finland hot dog yeah. painted your truck. It's a hot yeah. dog paint job. Yeah, that oh, is yeah. that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm stoked about that. It's it, I kind of lucked out on getting in with him, and uh, it it just worked out to where the the guy, my buddy, that was doing the the sheet metal work and the the prep work and the paint work for my truck shared the same building only on opposite ends were the shops of hot dog customs which is peak finland and then noel which is exclusive um auto body and customs and they would share uh like oh I'll, you know i'm out of sandpaper oh let me get a roll whatever oh my booth's full let me shoot in your booth real quick mm-hmm. so they, they they'd work off each other so the year and a half or so that my truck spent at noe's Oh, okay. Hot dog, you know, would creep over there and you would see it. And then we would. Because he's, a, he's a mini trucker. Yeah. He started painting mini trucks in, yeah. in like the early 80s, which was, which was what, you know, got him. Well, not, I don't want to say it got him where he is, but it, he started in mini trucks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we would kind of be like, oh, well, we should put some graphics on this. And I'm like, bro, I don't got graphic money, let alone <laughs> hot dog money. Like, yeah. like, no, there's no way. And like I'd go over there more, and we, you know, we kind of built up a little, a little uh, relationship. And once it was getting closer to the end, he's like, you know, how much you got to spend? I'm like, well, I, I can probably get this much, but you know, you never tell him how much you have. Right. But it, it but I had to because I was like, this is all I got, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is my number. Like, yeah. You know, if if you can do something with this, cool. And he's like, oh yeah, we can yeah, do yeah, some yeah. like pinstriping, and you know, and I was like, cool, I'm cool with that, and. He gave me, he probably did like five or six times over what he said he was going to. Yeah. Like he, he hooked me up. Like he did, he did a. That's what I was going to ask. Did you ever like come to him with a plan or you just said, do, do you? No, I told him, he was like, well, what do you like? And I started like, I was like, you know, I just like, you know, I don't know. I don't really know what I like. And he's like, what don't you like? I was like, I don't like animal print. 
and I don't like tribal. That's exactly two two things. I keep on saying two things. Like there's always two points I need to make. But it's the second time you've said two. Th- things. It's actually like the third or fourth time. <laughs> I've been keeping track of my head. Uh, I actually called Hot Dog to paint the Forerunner, and um, where we kind of broke down was was I could tell. Like I said, okay, I got this Forerunner. Um, you know, I want to paint it blue and I want to do some light graphics and he's all, well, what color is it now? And I said, it's like a stock champagne color. And I could just tell that he was not about, like, he would rather take something that was already like one color and then Uh throw graphics on it than sit there and like do a color change. Yeah. So I quickly realized like, ah, you know, I don't think he's really interested in doing this. And then, you know, after that I got hooked up with Alan from AK and he ended up painting it. But the second part to that was, that's exactly what I told Alan when, when he did the forerunner. I told Alan, just like, you do whatever you want. This is the stuff I don't want. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. what I ended up with. You, so. uh, you end up with the best product. Like, if, if you let them essentially do what they love, it, you know, it, it comes out in their work. If you don't, you know, you give them more restrictions on, on what, what to do, mm-hmm. then they're, they're just going to give you, like, the bare minimum. Like, you know. It, yeah, because you, you essentially go to a painter because you like their style. Yeah. Right? You're not yeah. going to go to, like, Cal Concepts because you want... A single, a single yeah, color want, paint job. Yeah, you want a single color <laughs> yeah, paint yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. No. Are you still a tattoo artist? Are you formerly a tattoo artist? <laughs> I have those same notes written right here. I'm like, <laughs> tattoos, still doing them? Question mark. Why? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why not is I have carpal tunnel. Oh. So it, it, made, it made an hour, hour and a half tattoo, which I don't smoke. You know, I don't, I don't drink while I was doing it. So I can fly through a session in like an hour and a half and it it turned an hour and a half into like a four hour session because i'd have to stop mm, or i'd have to like take figure out ways to be able to work without my my hand essentially falling asleep mm-hmm. which is not a good thing so just to clarify with like our listening and our on our view viewing audience Jaime did, did tattoo he's tattooed yeah. me he's done most of the tattoos like the that are visible and and my chest and um which is like I, I love all my my Jaime Silva tattoos, and he you actually tattooed a lot of people in the mini truck community. I did, yeah, I did. I tattooed a, almost everyone that I ran into. Yeah, you did. Like and, some and, of my tattoos oh. even made it into mini trucking before my truck did. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> they did like a like a readers. Oh, yeah, the MT the MT graffiti something. Yeah, yeah. And like a few tattoos that I did ended up on that. And that's I was like, awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So now, did you did you start that before you started mini trucking stuff? Yeah. I started tattooing in, in the barracks in Okinawa, Japan, when I was in the military in 2001. That was just to pass the time. Just to pass the time, yeah, because yeah. when I was there, like, there is there's a lot of knuckleheads messing up off base, so we'd get locked down. So I was there for nine months, and seven months of that, we were locked, on, locked down the base. So we could still receive mail. So I was on these online little catalogs ordering supplies, and they'd ship them right to me, so... We'd pay off the dude at the, you know, at the front gate, like, you know, call the room if someone's walking by and we'd be in the room. Just tattooing? Just tattooing. That's yeah. awesome. Because that's the other thing that, like, <laughs> a lot of people don't know about Jaime is you were in the military. You yeah. were, what branch of the military were you? I was in the Marine Corps. Marine Corps. Okay. I don't know much yeah. about any of that. So yeah. I, can't, I, don't have, I don't have much to offer other than yeah. that I know that about Jaime. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's really cool. Like, I didn't actually, I didn't know that. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. So that's so. Did you so you never really like went the traditional like tattoo route of like apprenticeships and stuff like that. You no. just sort of like just started tattooing. I, I've always I've always considered myself an artist. Like I've always drawn. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, we didn't have much, and I you know I can always pick up a pencil and, and draw on whatever was. What, what was your first tattoo? I did an outline of a hammerhead shark. 
<laughs> do, awesome. do you still talk? Do you still do you still talk to that guy? No, I don't know where he's at. He was some he was some <laughs> dude from like Oklahoma. Like yeah. that was like yes. it was like a roommate of like one of our homies or something. So he was like, I'm down. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's tight. And he's just like, I want a hammerhead <laughs> let's, shark. Let's do it. Yeah. I was like, what do you want? He's like, I don't know. We were just we had like a stack of like tattoo magazines because that's when people bought magazines, you know? We'd yeah. have a stack of magazines and we'd go through them and like, oh that's cool. Oh, what about that? That's awesome. So and we didn't have like a printer, like transfer paper. So I think I drew it on him with like a Sharpie. And then just and went over we that. just went to town, yeah. <laughs> and it, cool. it, they came out, and I just only did the outline because I was like, you know, in the beginning, I was probably like the first year or so that I was that I was tattooing. I when I was only doing outlines. I was like, I don't want to get into any more than I'm probably gonna make look terrible. Mm-hmm. So if I can get this far and it, it looks decent, like that's where I'm gonna leave it at. <laughs> so, and so you just kept on doing it and doing it and doing it, and eventually yeah. you got really good at it. You got really good. Don't let don't let him be. Yeah, don't let him be humble or anything like that. He got really you, good at you, it. Sometimes it's good. It? Sometimes it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you miss doing it? Though? Uh, I definitely do. I've actually yeah. uh, I've been getting tattooed a lot. Well, it's been a few months since I've gotten anything done recently. But I've I've surrounded myself with a, a good group of artists, the professional artists that have been doing all of my work recently. And they all push me to get back into it. Yeah. Like they're they're real supportive. They're real, and everybody like Frank and and people that I still talk to on a daily, you know, often are always like, you need to get back into it. And it's not for lack of not wanting to. It's just like physically, physically being able mm. to. Yeah. So, it's, what's the procedure to get back into it? Yeah, just shorter sessions, uh, not big pieces. Or? Well, there's there's even. Um, when I was when I was tattooing, it was it was all coil machines. So the way that the coil machine is set up is all the weight is it's counterweight. So the weight is on the backside of the machine. So it's a lot of oh. it's a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Now they have these rotary machines where essentially it looks like a pen, and it's got like a battery pack and it's all internal and whatnot. So if if uh, you can write with the pencil, essentially you can tattoo with these machines. So that's that's gonna be my my step into trying to get back into this is is trying that form of machine, see what um how my my wrists and my hands react to that. Gotcha. And if that well at least if if they're yeah, you could just do outlines of hammerhead sharks. Yeah. Only. yeah. I mean if it's short week if it's short week they're on sale, bro. That was short last week. week though, so you guys missed out. <laughs> Maybe that'll be great. my like mate that'll be like my official comeback. It'll be like Shark Week next year. I dude, if you want to tattoo a hammerhead shark on me, I'm I'm so down. You don't even I'm gonna have you to don't tattoo even myself know before I tattoo anybody down else though. So I was bringing up all that. That was that was really that was really cool, like interesting. Um, but I bring I bring that up for again a couple different reasons. Uh, number one is like we were talking about going to to artists like painters and just sort of, sort of like saying like giving them a lot of creative control. Yeah. And that's what I do with yeah. my tattoos. Like yeah. and, and yeah. you know that. Like I would yeah. say like this is what I want, but beyond that, like you just do whatever you want. Yeah. You know, so I think I, I don't as a as a creative like a, as an artist is that appreciative or does that make it harder? Both. Both? Like, it, it's cool because it, it kind of, like, you'll be able to call the bluff on whoever you're going yeah. to. Because it's like, if they're like, oh, I'm an artist, you know, I'll take care of you. And then you give them your ideas and they give you this, like, cookie cutter design, then you know that they're not an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just looking for Google images and like, oh, oh this uh-huh. is what you like. Oh, yeah. This is what you want. Mm-hmm. But you go to someone and, and they give you this line drawing on paper and you can see the erasing marks. And Back to your truck, your license plate. 
your license plate is tattoo you for it. Because I could yeah. only imagine just how much tattooing you've done to get stuff done uh, on the truck. Uh, uh, yeah, I think when I was, well, Steven, mm-hmm. he, he, him and I, mostly him, did the, the welding and the um, suspension work on my truck. And I essentially just tattooed him. Like, I was staying with him at his house up in Victorville at the time. So we'd spend a day, you know, a few days in the garage. And then we'd have, like, a short day one day. And I'd, I'd just be in his kitchen tattooing him. Like, and I did both sleeves. I did some work on his side and his back, whatnot. Um, which was my form of paying him for him helping me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd... I'd trade people for like subwoofers or t-shirts, rims, t-shirts. We, me and I yeah. have done a lot of bartering yeah, for t-shirts like for tattoos. I'll run a t-shirts for for <laughs> yeah. like some tattoo work. Like. No, I thought he was. I thought he was like trading you actual t-shirts. Like, hey, I'll give you a couple custom life shirts for this tattoo. No. <laughs> oh no, I, like I had my own design, or and he would print it out for me no, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think Jaime um, has ever paid for a custom life shirt ever. I I don't. I always I, give them to him. But I'm, try, I'm trying to say I'm a nice guy, and I always He's give him nice shirts. Guy. He's a nice guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, you're forever in his You know, and, nice and that brings up a point, and I'm sure, and I said this in the last episode, and I'm pretty sure a couple of people are like, hmm, is pr- people probably think I have, like, a man crush on Hyman. Because I feature this dude in so much stuff. I like I like film his truck. I take photos of his truck. You're in the videos. I swear you you are in the last like three or four videos. Yeah, is it is <laughs> if it it's a li- even a little cameo? You're in it. Is it because I drive everything though? That's see, we're gonna get I to wanna, that. There's I, a couple I, topics. Uh, please stay tuned to the episode because there's a couple of spicy topics we're gonna get onto. Ooh. Driving your shit is one of them, and wheels billets is yeah. specifically but we'll get there yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll naturally let that conversation get there but yeah uh so yeah so i'm thinking like there's some people who are probably like i wonder what's up with frank <laughs> frank frankly but the, likes but this the, guy. the honest truth is is like i've said before on, on the podcast is like i like when i have friends who do like cool stuff i just want to show that off to everybody you know i just want to i just want to show everybody like look how cool my friend is you know what i mean so mediocre. that's my that's mediocre bro well, me, mediocre. Frank, You're medi- it's weird because Frank never wants to show me off. <laughs> that sounds. I terrible. guess I just. I just. I know it does, but I guess I just don't do cool stuff. He doesn't talk to. <laughs> don't you have a Tacoma? Yeah, somewhere. Sorry. So, it, what what pieces? Some pieces are here. Some pieces are there. Nah, I just scored wheels for Frank, it today. Frank That's likes right. to, oh, Frank dude, he picked. What'd right, you get? Let's, let's let's okay. Let's just jump right into this about wheels. So tell me about the wheels you just got. They're What'd you sick. get? Oh, the Enki LM ones. No shit. Yeah, those are dope. In twenties. In twenties. Are there because, eights or seven and a halfs? Um, that I don't know. But do you have the caps? Um, the caps are what's like the hardest part to find of those wheels. Yeah, so they're it's all there. They, they were on a Mazda out here in Arizona that uh, NorCal Dave yeah. just bought. Yeah. And and uh, I was like, I want those wheels because I bought Enki LM ones when they first when they first came yeah. out, um, and they were only I think they were eight yeah eighteens, and then I sold them and I regretted it every no day. Regrets, but I'm like, bro. I want to run, I want to run, yeah, I know, <laughs> I want to run. There, you always have one. Mm. Uh, <laughs> as you guys should change your name, right. but we only have only one. one. <laughs> yeah, um, but I was like, I want to run twenties on the Tacoma when I yeah. get it, not eighteens. And uh, when I saw those, I told Dave, I was like, I want the, I said dibs on those wheels. And he was like, I'll give them to you on Sunday because I'm taking the bed of that Mazda out there. What is it? What kind of wheels is he going to put on it? Or he, we don't want to disclose that. He doesn't, oh, he doesn't know. know he doesn't know. He, he's, yeah, he's just different ones. Yeah, those LM ones are cool because they're, they're a high offset flat face. 
So they're perfect for Tacomas because you're not going to chew up your bedsides or your fenders. And if but they're they're not like a like a KMC unit flat. Face. No, the unit they actually it's have actual like flat the, face. The units have the spoke, yeah. and it, which is actually why I, I don't I took my KMCs off because driving low and turning those spokes. Oh, they're like hitting the hit fender. The, the mm. fender, yeah. So then I that's when I built the 19 uh, works that I have on it now, which are more of a flat face like the LM ones, where you can drive and and if the wheel does happen to touch the fender, it's it's a smooth contact. It's not. You're not how, beating the fender. How many sets of wheels have you counted? How many sets of wheels you've had for that? Hold truck? on, before we get way too far into the wheel conversation, what I, I don't for those who don't know, the viewers and listeners who don't know, what, tell them what you do. Like what you what you do for a living. I'm a welder and I repair wheels at Jason's Wheel Repair. I am I am the employee of the months <laughs> because I'm, I'm all the months all of the months I'm the only employee <laughs> so so you work with wheels every single day so yeah. that's a that sort of like sets up this this next conversation that we're going to have is yeah. all about wheels because you have killer taste in wheels we were talking before oh, the episode you. um that you know we've been talking about wheels a lot on this podcast about billets about non-billets and you know all the all these different things but after thinking about it I realized I have terrible taste in wheels. <laughs> like I don't have good taste. I, I'm not. I'm not going to argue. I'm not He's even going to argue. Look that. at that. Look at that. He's <laughs> not even going to argue. Smile that hard. He, all th- because because <laughs> he he knows, and I just came to the realization that I. It, so the wheels, the wheels that are on Frank's Forerunner yeah. now, were actually NorCal Dave's as well. Okay. And one day Dave Dave posted, I got these wheels for sale. I instantly messaged Frank. I said, "Get these wheels because those wheels on your Forerunner now." Well, do not yeah. do let justice. me let me defend myself. So the wheels that I had on the runner to begin with uh-huh. were not the wheels that I chose. Like right. when when I took it to Sadistic and they started building it, he's like, "Give me a set of wheels and we'll start building it." So I just went on Craigslist and I found a set of 18s and just bought them and said, "Here you go." So I never never considered those wheels even. Well, good. yeah, yeah. But I yeah. But then you you told me about the wheels that are currently on it, which look great. But that yeah. is my style. Like I've always loved chrome five spoke wheels. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone could not like chrome. Oh, they're pretty wheels. classic looking. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's just if if that's why they're so popular in many different sorts and fashions, because they are just that that great of a wheel. But Jaime, do you sell lug nuts at your oh, store? Gosh. Yeah. Oh, actually, I, I, I on the way over here, I was watching that episode. So I'm, I'm going to get them some rust, <laughs> some rust free lug nuts. <laughs> they might even be painted so that. They'll never. I'm just gonna hit. I'm just a charity case. Like everybody's like gonna get me stuff for the forerunner because I'm just a shitty person. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I let me. I'm going to disclose two things. I have zero taste in wheels, and I'm not very good at having a nice truck. Oh, I'm, I know these things. But anyway, I digress. Um, so uh, wheels. So you were wheels. talking about the KMCs, you t- the, the KMC wheels on your Tacoma, and you took them off. To You built those. Did you build those other wheels? The, so the other wheels, they're, it's a single piece cast wheel, but they're, I bought them off of uh, Importer. So they, they fill containers up from wheels uh, of wheels from Japan, and then they... they Pretty much like wholesale them out. Like what do you mean? Cheap. Like explain? I've never heard of that. Before. So there's there's a few companies out here. Um, they send vendors out, or like they send their scouts out to Japan, and they buy all these like scrap wheels, but mm. they're sets. But they one or two of them might be good. They might be bent, you know. But once they're bent over there, they they scrap them. Oh, they don't even attempt. No, to they don't. Them. They don't even worry about fixing them. Like so, then they just they they're throwaways. 
So then these guys go out there, they buy these wheels, and then they fill containers and then set the containers out here. Oh, well, wow. those wheels out here are rare, so whatever condition they're in, people are buying them. Mm-hmm. So I bought these off a guy that had them imported, and they were corroded. Um, they were curb rash. Like, three of them were bent. But it, to me, that means nothing. Like, I do that at work. So mm-hmm. That's what you do. Yeah, that's what I do. So I had the wheels. I bought the wheels. I sent them out to get stri- chrome-stripped, and then... I picked them up from the chrome stripper and then I, the wheels have a casting on the front where it's got the name, which is work, work wheels, Japan. And then it had like these other casting moldings. So I welded all those holes shut and then ground all that away. So now, oh, so, so like I, I like, oh. and that stuff like no one's ever going to notice because yeah. unless you know what that wheel looks like and what markings are where, you're never going to know that it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So is it is it pretty precise when you're welding those holes up for balance reasons? Like, do you how precise do you have to be? Uh, it, essentially, I mean, you can take a chunk out of a wheel and still balance it just fine. Yeah. But it, if, if if I'm welding like those holes, it it would be within like I don't know. I I wouldn't even be able to tell you like the weight, like measurement. But yeah. for example, when we when we balance the wheel, it goes in quarter ounce increments. So anything less than a quarter of an ounce, which is probably like the weight of like a quarter, like actual physical quarter, is is you can have a rock in your tire and it's going to be more weight than a weight that mm. you add to when you balance your wheels. Mm, so it's, gotcha. it's not anywhere where anything you're going to feel when you're driving. Um, so I did that. And then the backside of the wheels were, if you look at the backside of a wheel, it's got like the little groove marks, which is a, a cast molding where it's not finished. Like the front of the wheels is going to be smooth. When you look at the back wheel, it's rough. So Oh, had, yeah, it's got those like little textured yeah. ribs in it. Yeah. So I had the back of the barrels polished also as much as the face, and then I had them chromed. So now that the wheels came back from chrome, the back of the wheel is essentially smooth. just as smooth and oh, nice wow. as the face of the wheel, That's which cool. is shit that no one's ever going to notice. Mm-hmm. Like they'll look past. Are you? Oh, sorry. I said, are you seeing more of, of taking like old um, wheels and putting new barrels on them and things like that with different offsets for, for stuff. I know there's a couple guys on the internet, like on Instagram that are doing yeah. that. I've seen that where they take like stock wheels and like put crazy they, they offsets them on apart. them. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a couple guys that we actually do a lot of work for one of the shops that do that. And they, they take a, a monoblock cast wheel, like a factory OEM wheel. They cut the face off, machine it down to fit inside of a barrel. Oh, cool. Um, and then you can build it to whatever spec you want. Mm-hmm. So like this one guy in particular did a set of wheels, for like a 96 Impala SS for like, I think it was like Mr. Cartoon or something. And he took the factory Impala SS wheels, cut them apart and then built them with like a lip. That's awesome. So then it's like you have the factory wheels, but then now they're, you know, to spec. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite things to, to be, to watch, to, to watch happen right now because you have so many cool, like nineties JDM cars with with these wheels like 300 Z wheels factory wheels yeah. if you if you cut them out and you put a little lip on them it just changes yeah, the, it changes the whole, and, so cool. and most of the time people aren't even going to unless you know those wheels you're not going to know that they're a OEM wheel cut apart built into a spec yeah. of what you want like yeah and i was just talking to, to dave about this about um like to find a 17 or 18 even a 20 inch chrome wheel is getting more rare these days yeah everything's coming painted in machine now it's cheaper and 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 bigger it's cheaper right? yeah and and, and bigger it, i think yeah. the smallest so like, wheel right now is like a 20 inch maybe it's it's even harder like yes. 22s are, are the the standard now hmm yeah so if you're a mini trucker like and you want to find a set of 18 inch chrome wheels you're not finding anything no. brand new no 
So you're either hoarding these wheels or you're having to get creative with with the wheel. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, a, a lot of the stuff nowadays in, in even like newer wheels, the, the material that they're using is, is getting cheaper and cheaper. Like the it's mm-hmm. all recycled aluminum. So yeah. it, uh, well, I've had brand new wheels where we pull them out of a box and they're they're already corroded. Wow. Or like oh, they're wow. on the road for a month and they're they're getting all these stress cracks on the back of the wheel or even on the face of the wheel from the weight of the vehicle where there's no impact. It's just the material they're using is just garbage. You know, it's now is that is that because you'll have like a full size Chevy on with on a set of wheels that's it's just not built for the weight? Uh that does that, that have also, anything to do with it too? That also no that in that case, like the rims would just bend on any impact. Like gotcha. they're, you know, somebody would be like, oh, I, you know, my rim's bent, but I didn't hit anything. Like just pulling in your driveway, yeah, hot, oh, yeah. that little step from the sidewalk to the street, that little one and a half yeah. inch step can ruin your wheel if you pull in hot enough. And people are like, oh, I, don't, I didn't hit no potholes. The 4Runner's built for 20s, but I always run right. 18s with a fatter tire for that reason. Like, you know, yeah. running down the freeway, like all, like, you know, the freeways in Southern California, they're, the they're jacked up. Is that like a misconception? Should I be as confident in a 20-inch uh, wheel with a 35 series tire as I am, you know, yeah, in an 18-inch wheel with a... I, yeah, because I drive, tire, I, I drive my made, Tacoma. I'm sorry. Tires are made better nowadays, right? Yeah. the ro- like Yeah. The, yeah. It, I mean, I drive my Tacoma on 20s with a 30 series stretched 225, 30, 20 wow. to Utah. Like, but are you're not... I'm, but it's different because if something happens to your wheel, you just fix it. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm in Utah, I can't fix it. That's true. Like I have the confidence in 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 yeah. in the wheel, but then I'm also running wheels from the '90s, which were made from better material. Oh, I see. Yeah. What you're saying, yeah. So because I the sidewalls on tires, especially with low profiles, because so many new OEM cars have low profile tires yeah. that yeah. they had to make the sidewalls. I see. Stronger, better, more rigid. Yeah. yeah. Now, does yeah. that make the? Because I remember back in the day, um, there were certain different types of t- low-profile tires you could get to make the ride better because the t- sidewalls were so stiff. Yeah. So right now, which is I don't know. It, well, I guess it's it's practicality for newer cars. Like a lot of European, like BMWs or Audis or whatnot, they come with run flats and they don't come with the spare. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I've heard of they that. they have run flats because they're like, oh well, it'll get you off the road. And run flat doesn't mean you can drive on it flat for like a month. People we like, just oh. get off the road. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. supposed to run flat to get you off the road, like mm-hmm. get you to safety. Mm-hmm. And we get people come in like, oh, it's got to run flat. You know, how long has it been flat? Oh, like <laughs> <A month>? two weeks? <laughs> like, no, that doesn't mean you can keep driving on it. <laughs> they need like, to rename the wheel. So they need to rename it to run flat for just a bit. Run flat. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you read the, the sidewall of the tire, it'll tell you, but nobody reads. Yeah. yeah. You, do you guys remember that uh, Hot Boy song? Or I don't know. These are Hot Boys. I don't know, but they're like sitting on Yokohama tires. And they yeah. got to be run flat. They got to be run flat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. You just age yourself. <laughs> I know. I just yeah. was thinking. I, was yeah. thinking I actually of never heard of that. Oh. No. Well, you're not no. cool. I'm, I'm, I am 100% not hip, so there is that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go right into the the one first. We'll get to the second hot topic here in a second. But well, I want to build wheels. Did, oh, but you didn't you didn't answer my question though. How many oh. sets of wheels were have you? Oh, been that's on right. That Tacoma? I don't. I I I don't know. So many. Well, currently, for my Tacoma, mm-hmm. currently yeah. I have four sets. No, no. He's saying how many sets have you have had I over had? the years? Over you the years, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Over the years, you've had but so many. The different. last time I counted, I, I made like a little 
picture collage of like all the wheels I had at one point, and it was like 18, 18 sets. <laughs> and said, but currently was, you currently you own four. I own four. Yeah, I only okay. own four. Only. What? I've only ever seen two: the units and then the work. I have some Lone Hearts and some AMEs. Oh, those Lone Heart piece, ones. The three wow. piece ones. Those yeah. Lone Heart ones are sick. Yeah. I miss. I I look at wheels. Like, remember, you know, like old school car audio, like old school Rockford, old school yeah. Ryan, old school yeah. um, Phoenix Gold. Like, that's how I am with wheels. Yeah. Like TSWs and the old OG KMCs before yeah. MHT and all those the wheel pros and all them bottom. Like when they were yeah. in Riverside. Yeah. You know, like those are the wheels. Like, I wish I, I would like to collect those like I like people collect BMX bikes. Yeah, that's sort of like what you're alluding to, because like you're saying that these 90s wheels and these cast wheels are actually getting more scarce. They are because, because well, a lot of them got scrapped. Oh, like okay. at, at some point, they're like, oh, no one's ever going to want chrome 20s anymore. Yeah. So a lot of or these are only 17s. I'm just going to get rid of them. Like, yeah, um, because who, who wants 17s? Yeah. Well, Dave found a, a set of uh, TSW. I want to look at this real quick because you'll find this interesting. Um don't mind me, don't mind me. Like, remember, like the TSW. Oh yeah, TSW Rockinghams. A set of yeah. brand, a brand new eighteen by eights for three hundred bucks. Where? Wow. Send so me that link. They're on offer. <laughs> I'm gonna hit up. I'm gonna hit hey, up Rob right hey, now. They're they're in Glendora right now. I'll send it to you. That's fucking cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to send an Uber. I'm going to send an Uber driver over there. I'm going to send an Uber over there to pick them up. Dave's going to message me tomorrow and be like, hey, man, those TSWs, I went to get them and someone got them. You're like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's cool, man. I'm all, that's cool. Can I get my Inkies right now, though? Right. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, yeah, no, no I, that's really interesting. Like, that's going to be a thing. Maybe that already, like you said, maybe it already is. It already is. Like, we've, we've refurbished repaired and rechromed a few like 18 17s uh sets of like 90s chrome wheels for some trucks that are out in the scene right now yeah oh, cool that people might not know but like they've recently redone them or like re- in our scene them. or like yeah. oh really yeah because like you gotta we, look like look at carl's truck and look at what boyd's been doing with the old billing mm-hmm. wheels that were like 15s yeah. and recreating mm-hmm. them in these yeah. 22s and stuff so they're it's part of the nostalgia factor and it's also yeah. like mini trucks real mini trucks um look good better on a 20 inch or smaller wheel and some look good on an 18 inch or smaller wheel that's what i said that's yeah. my thing like and then and we'll, we'll kind of start touching on this on the billet subject right now like i don't think my truck and maybe i'm looking at it from a biased point of view because i, I do like chrome five spoke wheels like i don't think my truck would look that good on a set of billets yeah, but you're saying, looks, you're saying billets like they all look exactly the same because you can have a set of five star billet wheels that'll look great. Well, on that's true. Truck. Yeah, I like Eric's wheels. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we talked about that. Like billets, a buzzword, and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It it yeah. Well, what but, did you say? Or, you said in in, in uh, bi- billets are nice when they're not yours. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you don't have to ma- you don't have to ma- maintain them. You don't yeah. have. I mean, you can have freshly polished billets, and you can look at them wrong, and they'll scratch. I think billet wheels like, are for. Like if you're forerunner, for example, Frank, if you're like, I want a set of wheels no one else has, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where a billet wheel can come into play because you can design it to oh, however you, just you do want. whatever you want. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, so that's when it's cool. But just like if you just had a five spoke set of billets and a five, the wheels you have now, the wheels you have now look better. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so there's just more customization in that. But you, but yeah, you know what I just realized, like. 
my mind is like my mind's kind of changing gears here but like uh speaking about like billet wheels that are like highly customizable you can kind of do whatever you want you're kind of doing that though with with the works that you built and your uh the loan with the loan hearts the loan hearts like yeah you you're essentially making like bespoke wheels yeah Mm -hmm. you're making like like tailored wheels yeah so is that uh, and I feel like so out of touch right now, but is that a thing too? Like people are making bespoke like tailored uh, wheels, or uh, the average Joe is not going to because they're it, just as expensive as a custom set of like billet wheels. Yeah, what like well, okay? So my my works they're nineteens. I with what I paid to buy the wheels, to machine them, to to if I counted the hours of the weld and prep work before they even went to Chrome on top of Chrome, and it's like show Chrome, so then it's got like. I don't know, the extra polishing so it gets rid of any fish eye. The backsides had to be extra polished. Like, I mean, I don't know a number. I, I refuse to count the number because <laughs> I, I don't want to, you know, uh-huh. whatever. But I could have bought a set of billets for that. I see. Yeah, you get, then, you get a, seven, some 17-inch factory, I don't know, Toyota turbo wheels. And you're like, I want to put a, that, I want to cut these out and I want to put them on a, in, a, in a different hoop and or yeah. however you do it. I mean, yeah, yeah you're four or five grand. Into yeah. those wow. wheels, so. yeah. And not hmm. everyone, not, and it, not everyone is going to take the time or have the effort to want to do that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I almost feel like like billets are kind of like more of a cookie cutter where you can just call this company, yeah. and, and anybody can call this company and buy those wheels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not anybody yeah. can can actually go out and source a set of old. Nemesis or mm. Albas or units mm-hmm. or LM1s. And, yeah, and I think that's where like Carl's truck is set apart because he yeah. didn't just go and buy an on-the-shelf race line or an off-the-shelf intro. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, like you look at his truck and you're like that. It messes with your head because it's you don't see it all the time. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. good point. And oh, um, Holly's doing the similar thing too, right? Uh, I think um, she got she. They were definitely they were still an off-the-shelf wheel, just in a bigger size. Hmm. I see, but but um, Carl's were like Carl's were like old school. Like uh, they probably didn't make them bigger than sixteens. Yeah, yeah. No, know? I think his was the, his was actually probably like the the first truck to have like that retro style mm. in like it's like someone zoomed into the picture. And oh they, yeah, okay, yeah, I get they it. They threw the you know <laughs> yeah. Essentially, that's what they did is they made that wheel that much larger, and I think yeah. he has like twenty twos, twenty fours. Or something. something yeah, I think crazy. he's got. I think he's got a set of twenty twos and then um, an extra set of twenty fours for the back. For the back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think he told me the story where he was like, "Oh yeah, if if you know if you if somehow or whatever they're like, oh they just threw the twenty fours at him. Like if you can get it to this show, and they made it was, they made it was SEMA. I it, think was it was SEMA, right? Yeah. I, I want to say it was SEMA, but yeah. So essentially, like what this whole conversation is saying that like. Anything could be like anything could be cheesy. You know what I mean? Like you could if yeah. you just got like a, a a real random set of like chrome wheels, that could look cheesier. If you just got like a real cookie cutter random set of billets, that could look cheesy. Mm-hmm. But it's not until you start really thinking about it and planning ahead that it starts becoming yeah. like sort of like the basis for the whole yeah. thing. Well you like have to think truck. of our mentality as mini truckers is we don't like cookie cutter stuff. We don't like off the shelf stuff. It's like you don't walk into we don't walk into a tattoo shop and pick a picture off of the wall. No. It's like it mentalities across the board. So if you're seeing all these full-size trucks on these wheels that they just went essentially went and and there's 
300 other of the same trucks that have the same wheels. Yeah. It's that's probably that's kind of where it's we get the, we get this from. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. You can well you can also take a, a set of those those cookie cutter wheels and get them refurbished in in a different finish. You can get them painted to match your vehicle. You can mm. get them brushed, polished, like, you know, clear there's clear candies where you can change the tones of the color like you know, set those wheels apart still from the guy parked next to you that has the same exact wheels that you have. Mm-hmm. It's all just about the, what kind of creative drive you have behind it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, people who lack creative drive just end up with, like, the cookie cutter stuff. But people who have an idea, like, a really solid idea on what they want to build or a look that they want to go for, then they end up with something cool. Like your, yeah, truck, and, like your and, truck ended up with something cool because you and, knew the look you wanted to go for. Right. Yeah, and at, I mean, at some point, you, you might not even know what what look you're going for. You just like something, and you mm-hmm. do it. And it maybe it's cool, maybe it's not. You know, but it, if 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 you do something, you're never gonna know unless you try it. Mm-hmm. You know, like those wheels, I probably could have been, you know, I probably could have put all that work into them and then put them on my truck and absolutely hated them. Oh, yeah, man, imagine that. <laughs> I've done I've done that before. Oh, I, yeah, I bought a set of of some twenty inch billets, uh, some old Boyd Coddingtons, and I. I stripped them down, polished them, like same front, back, all the you know the works, and I put them on my truck, and I absolutely hated them. Yeah, I love and, the like the wheel game, man. The wheel game is that's why I kind of like the Euro stuff, like the Euro yeah. cars and things like that, because the wheel game is yeah. really strong there. With yeah, the no, they, 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 those guys will will have a set of wheels and they'll buy a car and build a car around the set of wheels. Yeah, because like essentially they, us as mini truckers, we can shave our taillights, we can chop yeah. the roofs on our truck to make them unique uh, yeah. an audi s4 or a uh volkswagen you're not you don't shave I those see. cars so the yeah. uniqueness about those cars is the way that they're set up the suspension set up and the wheels are set up and how the when the car when the hips come out like this the wheel is also like this so it matches the hips of the car because yeah. when the wheels are straight up and down it doesn't match so there's like a the fitment scene and all that stuff is amazing to me yeah, those guys they're they're crazy. They're they they have like every component of suspension is adjustable to get that exact fitment. And it, it you don't see any of that. All of that's hidden under the car. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just to achieve that that outside <laughs> Just to look. achieve that look, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, the the whole the whole thing, the whole like like and that's why I feel like I have really bad taste in wheels cuz I don't think about that stuff. You yeah. know, I I want to I want to learn. Like I want to pay more attention. I really want to like you know, uh, I, I really want to have a good handle on exactly, you know, how all that stuff yeah. works. Well, I think we should start a business. If anyone's out there and they have some chrome wheels, 17s to 20s, mm. let us send, know. Send them to me. Send them to Jaime. <laughs> I pay, send I pay to top Jaime. dollar scrap value. <laughs> and then we're at $6 a pound right now. There you go, yeah. I'll, I'll give you six fifty. Yeah, yeah, and then we can start, and start collecting mini trucks, too, because those are going to keep going up in value. Yeah. If yeah. we knew someone that had like lots of land where we could keep cars or something, yeah, we could uh, we could start storing them there. I don't know who that is. We're not storing any more stuff in my house. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Brian I'm, got a Brian got a tour of the the compound a couple weeks ago. So, oh nice. <laughs> I don't think you, you've ever I've seen. Nev- it. No, I've, no, I've heard it's I've a, heard stories of, of it's top what's secret. There, it's top secret. But I didn't even get the full story. I got like the, I got some like. <laughs> Some like hot points of what's yeah. here, but I didn't we, get this. I didn't we get like to keep people guessing. 
Yeah, I know. All of our listeners are gonna be like, "What the fuck is at his house? What the what does he have out there?" <laughs> dirt, dirt, a lot of dirt, a lot of dirt, a lot of dirt, a lot, a lot of, dirt. of dust, and a hundred cars. But anyway, yeah. r- rusty, rusty lug nuts <laughs> and rusted lug nuts. <laughs> There's probably there's probably vehicles sitting out there with less with rusty nice, lug nuts. With nicer yeah. lug nuts. With nicer <laughs> lug nuts. <laughs> what are the lug, lug nuts look on that like on that caddy with the wires? Are they nicer? Oh, those are de- those are we just changed the wheels on that one, so those are definitely oh, those are nicer. Nice. I took the wires off and it's got stock wheels on it now, so they are definitely <laughs> nicer. There you go. But cool. Yeah, you know the only other thing that we were kind of uh, kind of alluding to is is the whole you know driving driving your truck and driving everywhere and you, and you drive yeah. your truck everywhere we were talking about your paint job you got this hot dog paint job on it and it's and you would think that like and this this happened to me like honestly this happened to me and i don't even have you know as nice a paint job as you no, do was when i got nice. it when i got it paint well i know I, alan's probably like that's alan's pretty, like oh you're that's pretty, pretty nice man yeah i know pink. sorry sorry that's alan nice. i'm really I sorry was, i do right. have a nice I paint job it was nice but when i did get my nice paint job I was like, oh, okay, put it in the garage. I'm not, I'm not doing anything with that. Yeah. But you, you're like, nope, where no. you want to go? We're railing this motherfucker. <laughs> I think it, it really comes down to being a little bit uh, with, with the wheels, as he was saying, and the paint. Because I remember when you first took your truck to Forbidden, and you were super worried about the paint job on yours, Frank. Oh, oh yeah. Were, yeah, you were just like, if I get a rock chip on this, my life is over. And I think you worry too much about the money you spent on it. Yeah, definitely. Versus oh, like, sure. versus like Jaime is like, yeah, I spent this money on it, but again, they can just—they're just trucks. They can be fixed. Yeah, yeah. That, you know? I mean, true. that's that's. I get I get my value out of it uh, driving it. Like having, you know, I have more fun driving to a cruise night and driving home than I do sitting in a parking lot. Mm, oh yeah, for like sure. I'd rather be driving somewhere. You know, like it. Um. The first after I got painted in the first long drive, I we went to. Um, cruising of the pines oh that's right yeah yeah and that that first drive out there i got a rock chip in my hood i got a fat rock chip on the the passenger rocker side and uh how did you handle it i was kind of bummed i was really bummed actually (laughs) and grizzly was like he's like what are they gonna say you drive it yeah and i was like you know what that's true yeah because i mean everything can be repaired but i think it's a natural thing too when you spend a lot of money on something yeah you get to that point where you're your personal financial, whatever you're comfortable with spending, could be five thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. If you see that, you see a rock chip, and you're like, "It's money out of my pocket now." That's like, yeah, it's a dollar. That's two dollars. That's a hundred yeah. bucks. You're like, you're almost yeah. negative. It's going backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, it, you just have to have fun with it. I mean, yeah. essentially, that's why I feel like I built it. My truck was was to drive it. Like I, I see all these people that don't drive their vehicles or. Or they're on trailers, and you know I get it. Sometimes they have a vehicle to tow it with, and it might be a little more comfortable. But I don't know. I see the whole fun in it is is driving it, like mm-hmm. looking at it. I, I can look at it whenever, you know. It, it, you but you want to use you want you want to uh, use it for what it was built to I, do. Yeah, I want to drive it. I want to you know, and I drive it everywhere as low as I can until I cringe because I bottomed out on the freeway. But I'm all <laughs> you know talking to you and Will. And uh, I, I forget who else we've been talking to about. Uh, who else were we talking to about driving super low? I don't know. Uh, who. We're, any, yeah. Anyway, we're talking to all these people. It is truly inspiring me to to do that, to just yeah. to just go out and just do it. It's it kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like, just just go out and just, just do it. And, just drive. Just yeah. cruise. Like, drive your uh, shit. Yeah. Well, when I saw Will, when I saw Will driving his niece on that low that day, 
I, at first the, the Chevy truck I have, we were just going to lay frame. It was just going to be like a vendor, cool vendor truck that I could haul my stuff around. And then I went, I can't do that. I have to lay I have to get it as low as I can because I want to drive it low. And so, yeah, it's all inspiring me as well. Yeah, no, that's cool. Maybe that's what the, this podcast is doing. Is that it's yeah, it's inspiring us to get out there. It's definitely just, a, like a. It could be called the drop with Frank and Brian, the inspiration with Frank of Frank and Brian, the, the or the inspiration of yeah, the inspiration the, uh, therapy with Frank the ther- and Brian. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's probably the therapy. I'll send, I'll send you the bill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, five hundred dollars for getting you to drive your truck. Thank you. <laughs> or just or just let me get those LM ones. <laughs> yeah. I'm picking him up in like LA, so um, oh, don't even leave, don't even. I'll go pick him up in LA. No, you don't even saying, have to the, go pick him up. It'll be, they don't even make it back to Phoenix. I'll just get him for free from Dave and then sell him to you. Yeah, we can figure it out. I'll be like, come on, Dave, they're my dream wheel. He's like, all right, man, I'll hook you up. And then I just, <laughs> <laughs> not that he's giving to me for free, but he's giving me a good deal. But a good deal, be, yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of funny if uh, he listens to this. I don't know if he listens to this, but just wait till you get the wheels and then release this. He'll be like, "Can you send me a photo of those wheels in your garage, please?" Like, yeah. Like, no, sorry, I can't. I'm do like, that. nah, they're gone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there was a tornado and it picked them up. I dropped. They fell out of the truck in Riverside. <laughs> they just end up on my Tacoma. I had a set. Like, of I don't L- know where I got these. No, I had a set of uh, LM ones, like maybe like seven or eight years ago, and I picked them up super cheap from some dude out in in uh, in the valley. I think I paid like a hundred bucks for them. But one of them was corroded, like beyond repair, and this was before I worked where I work now. So re-chroming and repairing that wheel was like a few hundred bucks. So I was like, no way, I, that's more than I paid for the whole set. So I sold the set. For like 400 bucks or something i don't know what i sold them for but um i don't know i think i, I think i'm still friends with the guy that bought them from me uh danny sure. uh Dan- danny st gaudens bought mine oh, oh yeah the, yeah 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 i think he had them on that extra cab huh yep and i think they're still on there the one with the that had the super tail lights at one point um, was it that it one? Didn't have I don't Supras know. on the bottom it, it is, the yeah it's pad? the same truck because that dude sean owned it before st gods owned it yeah yeah I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I saw. We're all talking. We're all talking cheap. about people. People listening and watching are like, huh? <laughs> Who are these people? Don't don't listen to this podcast. Just <laughs> cut the cut the last ten minutes out. Yeah, now now we're just hanging out with our friends. <laughs> You're right. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that, yeah. That drive cool. your shit. Drive it. Drive drive it. Get cool wheels. Uh, take it to else? go to take it to to go through the drive through. Get food. Yeah. Uh, go to Seven Eleven. Yeah, whatever excuse you have to leave your house, drive also, your vehicle. Like the, the the thing that one of the things that was always my favorite about driving a body drop mini truck or something that laid on the ground was just the look on people's face when they drive by you or oh the that wow factor like you get people looking at you like how's that even thing moving? Yeah, like yeah, how how are part. you how are you passing me on the fast li- and fast track? <laughs> 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 like we cruise. I don't know in the videos that. Um, myself or that georgia post i don't know if you can like tell the speed but we're going like 75 85 in the freeway oh really and we're just yeah we're like flying by other people on the freeway and they look at they look at her and they look at me and they're like (laughs) how are we like like, in the stock car and they're like yeah we're just like flying by them like that's awesome she's locked up and you know bouncing all over the freeway and i'm over here bouncing all over the other way like on the ground just like an inch off the ground yeah it's 
people awesome. just look at us like these people are crazy. Well, yeah. if you ever, even being mini truckers, if you ever have been like driving on the freeway and you could see something like a half a mile or a quarter mile ahead, and you're like, yeah, that's a lower truck. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, and then you, and you get up on it, and it's sometimes it's a lower truck, and sometimes it's just a weird car that looked like a lower <laughs> truck, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, just that, just seeing that is is inspirational in itself, you know. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, if I see someone on the road and it, they're modified, I'll just pull up next to them and just cruise with them for a little bit. That's it. And it, how long have you been doing mini truck stuff? You said um, since about. Uh, so I when I backed my truck, I wasn't even like in yeah, the that's, scene. That's what I, I want to know. How did you make the transition from like being in the military and tattooing into to mini trucking? Okay, so as a kid, my dad. My dad's very first vehicle that he purchased, like from a car dealer, was a '86 Ford Ranger single cab. Hold on, and it had like the. Is it? Is this you, right here? Yeah, there you go. How did you? That's the truck. How'd you? That's how, me. How did he get that? Flannel, flannelled up. It's probably on Facebook or Instagram. I saw Instagram. I went through his Instagram today. Yeah, oh, I tried so to go. He me. bought that truck brand new from the lot in in '85. It was '86. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he had so, it just on deck, too. He's like this. Yeah. I feel like, you know who I feel so like I right hair, now? I feel I like hair then. I don't have hair anymore. I feel like Sean Evans from the Hot Ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or Nardwar. Yeah. You just got Nardwar. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, Georgia knows what Nardwar is. We just what, talked about this. What is, I don't know. What, I was like, do you know who Nardwar is? And you were like, no. He's like, like this. He's a Canadian icon, bro. <laughs> oh, that. Like, oh. He's like this. Serviette. Yeah. And you were like, you were like, what? Shook. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So thing. anyway, so it's this guy, and, and he interviews like rappers and stuff, but he does deep, deep dives on them. Yeah. So he'd be like, and he has this like really high pitched, like kind of kind of funny voice, and he's like, "So tell me about when you and Billy were twelve, and <laughs> and you guys went to Magic Mountain, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. what? Like, how do you know? How that? do you know that? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of stuff I'm trying to get into. Is I'm trying to find out some stuff to to like pop on real quick. And be like, yeah, what? no, that was yeah. tight. That's that was tight. But yeah, no, so that that was a truck that I grew up in, like in the back of that. So the back, the truck had a camper kit where it had like the bench seats with the carpet and the, mm-hmm. the floor turned the back into like a bed and had a shell. Um, so we'd go everywhere and my sister and myself would ride in the bed. So everywhere we went, we were like laying on the back, you know, looking out the window. <laughs> so it was it. cool, like being in a truck. Yeah. Um, until whatever laws were passed and you had to wear a seatbelt. So then my dad was forced to buy another car. He still had the truck up to like a few years ago, which he wouldn't sell to me because he knew I would lay it out. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, so you he, laid because he you got the your daily off of him too, right? My daily and came you, from him. And yeah. you and you lowered that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's probably bad. like, it's okay. It's not bad. Oh, he's okay with that because he doesn't know I oh. notched it. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Did, I thought that yeah. I thought that was like he gave that to you and you did that and he's like, oh no, you're not getting the next one. Yeah. No, he's like, no, this was this was before that. Oh. But uh. No, so I, me, when I came to a point where I was like, oh, I'm going to, I want to have something for myself, then that's when I purchased a Tacoma, because at the time, everyone had S10s or Mazdas, and I was like, oh, I want a Tacoma, and then I quickly learned why no one had Tacomas, because uh-huh. it was yeah. really hard to lay out a Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was probably around, I got the truck in 05, probably about 07-ish or something like that. I had it bagged, and then I think I went to my first Forbidden show... I think it was probably like 08 and I was by myself. Like I just, one of my buddies that was in the, like the truck scene, he's like, Oh, they have this show in Paris. You should go. And I was like, all right. I showed up. I was by myself. I parked in the grass with like a bunch of other like solo riders that were pulling in by themselves. And I mean, it was a wrap. 
at that point. You know, I didn't. I had twenties on it. It was the back laid out, the front was laid on the cross member, the wheel tubs. It still had wheel tubs in the front. Um, and I just, it was, it was kind of a shock to see all these other trucks just laying completely flat. Mm-hmm. And you're just on like, the same uh, size wheels. I was on twenties, yeah. And everybody was laying flat on the same size wheels, and I'm like, how does this even happen? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you do that? And it, it was. I had no idea about anything else that was involved with all that type of, you know, like fab work to lay a, tr- a truck out, let alone a Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Um, How'd you meet Steve? I met Steve because he was, when I met Steve, he was friends with uh, Busta and oh, Buddha. Oh, okay. And that's how I knew. because I knew. Desert Boys, that's yeah, the, how... the Barstow, the Barstow oh, Boys. okay. And they were all friends. And they were, at the moment, they were members of said club that I was petitioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that's how, that's how oh, okay. we met. So then when I met you, 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 that was sort of like the beginnings, of, like you getting into it then, right? Uh, like around that time? Because you said yeah, like I was, 05. I was, it was like, like a year or so that I was kind of like already into it. Okay. So then I think that was around the time that I had, it was I think the year before that was when I had gone to my first forbidden. Mm-hmm. So it was, I don't know, whatever year that was, maybe like... What year did you get out of the military? In 04. Okay, so that's, so that, that's the gap. So, like, I started in the scene in, like, 01 when I was, like, 18. But yeah. you were already kind of, like, in the military doing that yeah. that thing. So that's why yeah. you kind of... I don't want to say... I mean, it's been, like, 20-something years now. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, like, that's why I couldn't, like, pin it between, like... Because I thought you would have got in it, like at 18 or 19, like when I got well, in it, but you were yeah. off doing yeah, the no, military I, thing. I graduated high school in 2000 and I was 17. Oh, I turned 18 in boot camp. So mm-hmm. I went straight to boot camp right out of high school. I think I had like a week off from when I graduated to when I left the boot camp. And then I was in the military until I was 21. I got out in 04. And then that makes perfect sense because yeah. then you got right into it. Okay. Yeah. But when I was coming home, like I would come home uh, for leave on like for like Christmas for like a week or two. And then I'd hang out with my buddies, and they had mini trucks at the time. Mm-hmm. So they were they were in the scene at the time, but they had like the the they were in the transition of like the the static tilt bed trucks. Oh, really? And air shocks mm-hmm. to where now the they were getting outdated because now the guys were bagging the trucks and mm-hmm. starting to like lay them out flat. It's kind of funny because now you know you like you went to the Forbidden Show. That was your first kind of show you didn't really know anyone yeah and uh then you and frank kind of got you know what i mean like kind of got close and the, you the interviewed bro, him the bromance began the bromance <laughs> began it did and then now here we are like the guy that was throwing the forbidden show is here right yeah and then frank got in forbidden and then now you're in no regrets yeah and it's just like this it's a big circle it is the big circle, and I always think like no regrets and forbidden have this insanely oh yeah, yeah. interwoven relationship mm-hmm. yeah. because obviously me and Ernie, Ernie being in the club, and then like even Australia, our president in Australia was is best friends with Jacko, yeah, the president of Australia down there, and that's who I hung out with when I was in Australia. Yeah. So it's just this this big interwoven thing between forbidden, and we'll go maybe we'll. We'll dive down that in a in a future episode. Yeah, uh, I think that'd be this. really cool to 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 really get into the nuts and bolts of that whole thing because I'm sure a lot of people do know, but you know, it'll be good to to kind of like walk our way through it. Yeah, yeah, and just seeing and like it's, it makes yeah, me that's super like no regrets, yeah. forbidden. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, starting to put was, together what you were saying two seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's yeah. talking about the forbidden show, and then that mm-hmm. was I was there being a part of that. You mm-hmm. weren't. Frank I wasn't, wasn't a part of it yet. Yeah. You were b- 
doing the vendor stuff, getting that stuff mm-hmm. straightened in out in a different and, club. Yeah, yeah, and it all kind of brought everybody together. Yeah, yeah, that's like, interesting. Yeah, that was I was thinking about because I was watching the the other video, the forbidden video, where you guys talk about like how the show started and where it came from, and it made me think like, oh, when was the first time I went to Forbidden, which was my first like big show, and to go show up to something not knowing anybody there to now being here with a member from Forbidden that I met through a different avenue yeah talking to the president of Forbidden who at the time I didn't know anybody or you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. just it's how crazy it, how it all it's, comes it's, together it's come together this you know this how long it's been mm-hmm. to where we're sitting at now it's crazy yeah no yeah. it is it's really interesting I it love is. it. I love that. I love that kind of stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's cool. Like, and, and the funny part too is like the Forbidden Fantasy show, and I didn't say this the other day, but was because of Ernie. Oh, so really? Ernie, Ernie okay. was in the club when we when we first had our first show. And me and him were driving by Fireworks Family Fun Park off the sixty, where the sixty and the two fifteen meet right there. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, that shopping center. That's where Fireworks used to be. And I remember we were driving by, and Ernie goes, "That would be a cool place for a show." And then. We had the show. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know crazy. that. That's awesome. That's really yeah, so cool. We'll, we'll dive down into the nuts yeah, and bolts yeah. of that at, at later on. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Well, yeah, that's awesome, man. So, I don't know. I think uh, we were kind of like winding down a little bit before, and then boom, we took off again. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you got anything else for uh, you got any our esteemed guests? Questions or concerns? Con- uh, Dixon, I, I, Dixon versus Pendleton. Oh. Is that this, even a question? I know. They, they, come on. <laughs> I said he was born and raised in Riverside, California. I know, I know. <laughs> Pendleton. Pendleton. <laughs> the, right only, on. the only woven milk I'm gonna, um, shirt company. I don't know if you're going to do this, Frank, mm-hmm. you know, this thing, the notes. I am. So I'm going to keep, I have like George's here, mm-hmm. and then I have Jaime's here, and then the next one I'm going to do here. And I'm going to keep these like a draw, and I'm going to put them in like a filing thing. Oh, yeah, like, a, cool. like a journal kind of thing almost. Yeah, like a journal of notes. So yeah. I wish I... St- yeah. No, that's a cool idea. Hey, the, the perfect time to start doing something like that is right now. And I'll start next episode. <laughs> when I don't bring my make little folded note, piece of paper. Make a note of it for next time. <laughs> yeah, that guilt tripped him into not bringing his little notebook. I know. He bought me a notebook last weekend as a nice gift. And where'd you leave it at? Home. Not here. And I brought my folded up piece of paper. And then when we started the last episode, I'm all like, yeah, I brought my notes. And he's like, where's your notebook? I don't think it's all. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So right on. Well, cool. Well, I think I think that's it. You know, that- Do you have anything to shout out, like social medias or? No. Nope. No. No. Jaime Silva. No. Jaime Silva, the wheel I'm guy. NR. The wheel guy. NR. I think it's NR underscore Jaime Inc. Yep, check uh, it out. Uh, yeah, uh, he's gonna he'll have his new shop open soon called Hammerhead Tattoos. Hammerhead Tattoos. <laughs> Hammerhead Tattoos. <laughs> Shark Week specials. Yeah, free brass knuckles free, for anyone. Free brass thurs- knuckles. Yeah, Thursdays after five. Yeah, those were actually real brass knuckles too. Oh, they were. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Right? Were, on. They, legal? were they legal they on were the grill or illegal? They were. Am I illegal? No, I'm legal. No, no, not you. <laughs> they were. They were illegal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they weren't because they they were. It was a, a, a fixed. It was a fixed ornament. Yeah. Which I can easily oh. take off. But anyways. Anyways. Well, anyway. Well, thanks for checking out this week's episode. Uh, we still have our giveaway going on. Actually, I don't know by the time this episode airs because. I think we will, but we'll see. But we'll anyway, see. if 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 the, if the current. Um, giveaway isn't happening right now. It doesn't matter. Go to our websites, livelifecustom.com and grinder-tv.com because 
we always have a giveaway going on. So every $5 yeah. you guys spend on those sites, you get one entry into the drawing for whatever we're giving away at this current moment. Brian's giving away his uh, Enki LM1. Yeah, so get win some. Win. Hey, there's our first set of wheels we're giving away. <laughs> 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 well, right on. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Later. Later. Later.